With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. A, a substantial underdog against the Sixers as well if the if the Cavs were able to get past the Raptors. Here's the challenge that I think the NBA is going to run into. The Western Conference is going to be awful. Whether or not, uh, until you get to the finals, whether or not you are a Jazz fan, whether or not you are a Pelicans fan, I think if you watched either one of those opening games, you had to think to yourself, wow, my team is not anywhere near as talented as the Warriors and the Rockets are. And that's without Steph Curry even playing yet. Remember when Steve Kerr said, hey, I think we could win the title without Steve, uh, without Steph Curry even playing? I think he might well have been right. We'll see what happens in the Western Conference Finals. But Steph Curry hasn't even played. And if you watch that first half... I just I don't feel like the Celtics have I mean the, the Pelicans have any chance at all of winning this series and I don't really feel like the Jazz have any chance at all of winning the series against the Rockets and so I think both those series are going to be over really pretty quick five games I'd be surprised if either went six and sweeps wouldn't surprise me at all either and so you're going to end up with the Warriors against the Rockets in the Western Conference Finals which is exactly what everybody expected when the season uh, playoffs began. On the Eastern Conference side, I don't know what we're going to end up with, but I think it's fair to say that LeBron James, I believe, is unlikely to be able to carry his Cavs through this round of the playoffs. So I think the most likely outcome is you get Raptors against 76ers, and then you get Warriors against Rockets. And... If you are a day, uh, if you are anybody involved in this NBA television contract, I think what you're going to need to look at and pay attention to is this question: How much of a post-LeBron James drop-off is this league going to get? And I think that's a really big story for the NBA in general. Yes, they got this 2.5 billion dollar television contract, which, to the NBA's credit, has made a lot of players a lot of money. But ultimately, 
if you go look at the NBA television ratings, and I said this on Friday night or Thursday night, you know over 11 million people watched the first round of the NFL draft? Do you know how many people watched the uh, Milwaukee Bucks against the Boston Celtics? 2.6 million. Over, you know, what, 8 million more people watched the NFL draft than watched that NBA actual playoff game. And so if you go look at the trajectory, the NBA likes to brag and all the NBA fans out there, and I think the NBA media in general, does a very poor job contextualizing the interest in the NBA. And I think the interest in the NBA that exists right now is almost entirely a function of LeBron James on one side and the Golden State Warriors on the other. Because in big numbers, nobody really watches the NBA playoffs. They don't. Even the biggest LeBron James games. Now, maybe it'll be different because this thing was on ABC yesterday. But prior to this, the biggest and most watched NBA playoff games so far in the first round, 4 million people watched it. That's a pinprick. That's a one-third of the number of people that watched a uh, first round of the NFL draft. And for all the criticism that Thursday night football comes in for or Monday night football based on having crappy games, triple that easily watches every Monday night football game and every Thursday night game. The worst Thursday night football game and the worst Monday night football game in the NFL dunks all over the NBA when it comes to actual ratings. How much interest is there going to be if it's Raptors? I just don't think the Celtics have the horses. So I think it's going to be Raptors or 76ers in the NBA Finals. And I think it's going to be Raptors and 76ers in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's going to be an ugly, ugly series in terms of bringing in a lot of fans. Now, it's an investment. If you believe the 76ers are going to be good for years to come, that's what can kind of make people care. They can start to make it, uh, pay attention. They can start to learn all the players on the 76ers. They can start to have a narrative attached to that team. If it's the Raptors, I think it's even more difficult because you're dealing with what I said before, this Canadian team that a lot of American sports fans just flat out won't respect. And if they're going up against what I think is likely the Warriors, I think it's going to be a four or five game series. And the NBA is going to have to reckon with a larger issue, which is how much of the NBA's appeal has to do with LeBron James being either loved or hated. I guess Kevin Durant is the second most loved or hated guy in the NBA right now. He's nowhere near LeBron James. If LeBron James is a 10 on the love or hate him scale, and love or hate matters because if you love or hate an athlete, you'll pay attention. If you're rooting for LeBron James or you're rooting against him, you will pay attention. Kevin Durant might be a 1. He might be a 2. I just don't buy into the fact that he provokes very strong emotions on either side I'm not even sure who is even else remotely close to LeBron. Draymond Green is obviously very polarizing, but I don't think he's well enough known, and I don't think, frankly, he's a good enough player. Usually your best and your best player has to be your most polarizing player. Tom Brady is incredibly polarizing. A lot of people, over 100 million of them, watch the Super Bowl because they have an opinion, pro or con, on Tom Brady and on Bill Belichick. And the NFL may have a little bit of an issue to deal with when Tom Brady leaves. I don't think so because the NFL is less defined by individual player talent. But I think if you go back and look, when Jordan's Bulls dynasty ended in 98, 
the NBA television ratings tanked, and they've never come close to being the same as they are were in 1996, 1997, and 98. For all the bragging about the NBA, far fewer people care about the NBA now than cared about it when Michael Jordan was playing. And for even the LeBron James' biggest hater out there, I think he's good for the league in general because he provokes interest one way or the other. If he's not in even the Eastern Conference Finals, which I think is likely... Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We set the scene for you last night. Game two, uh, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, the Predators are hosting the Winnipeg Jets. And I decided, I, I talked a little bit about this on Friday, whether to go or not. I decided to go, took the whole family, wife, uh, and then I've got a 10-year-old, a 7-year-old, and a 3-year-old. And so all four of them are with me there. And the game starts at 6 o'clock Central Time. And it's a phenomenal game. I mean, it's perfect game to take kids to. They give out, like, these Star Wars lightsaber-looking, uh, looking like, swords that light up. I mean, it really was, like, gold predators, lightsaber night. Uh, the kids are absolutely enthralled with those. Um, and it's uh, the Preds look like they're going to win it in regulation. I believe it was four to three. I think was the score four to three. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this would be great. The kids. Anytime you take kids to a sporting event, especially when it's like a hockey game, and you have the double uh, the double intermissions, the 20 minutes, you know, that you have to fill between the first and the second, and the second and the third period, it can seem like it's a long process. And by the way. I've long been in favor. I don't know if this is just impossible. As I've said before, I don't know hockey well enough. Why couldn't you play two 30-minute periods and have one intermission? Am I, is that a crazy idea? Like, uh, I, I don't understand why you couldn't just train everybody to do that instead so that you don't end up with the double intermission periods. I don't think that makes sense. You have one halftime and two 30-minute breaks. Maybe you could have two 15-minute parts like you do in football, like a little bit of time built in. Uh, before you go to halftime so that, you know, 15 minutes, then a little bit, a couple-minute break, and then another 15 minutes, like you have the quarter system. I don't know why you couldn't set that up. I'm not an expert in the uh, in the world of hockey. I know virtually nothing about hockey. Would be my solution to make hockey a little bit better, to knock out the double intermissions. I don't know why you need two. But anyway, uh, so we have that, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, if we can just have the score take place here, uh, end at 4-3. This will be perfect. The kids will have come. They'll see uh, their local hometown team win a game. And then the Winnipeg Jets score with, I think it was 105 left. And then we go into uh, sudden death. We stay through another 15-minute intermission. Then we play. And it's important to remember here, if you haven't been to a hockey game, it's not just that you have to stay for the overtime. It's not like extra innings in baseball where there's you know you immediately like go into the next inning and just keep going. You have to, after every 20-minute period, wait another 15 minutes before it starts back up. So we make it through that first overtime. It's intense. It's exhilarating. The environment is phenomenal. And my kids revolt. All three of them demand that we leave. Now, we are already at the game. We are uh, obviously there, no, you know, scoreless. And my wife says, well, it's your call. So she basically pulls herself out of the decision-making process, and then it's dad's decision. The 10-year-old wants to go. The 7-year-old wants to go. 
and the three-year-old. I mean, I'm not sure the three-year-old ever really wanted to be there, but he throws his lot in with his brothers, and they're like all ready to go. By this point, it is approaching 10 o'clock. It's going to take, you know, a solid half hour at least, more like 45 minutes to walk to the car, get in the car, and drive back home. So it's already going to be a late night. Kids are still asleep uh, at my house in Nashville, so uh, we'll see how uh, they do tomorrow because, you know, it's tough to come back down from that game. Uh, so we get in the car. They spread score a goal to win with five minutes into the second overtime. I was not there to witness it in person because I acceded to my children and agreed with them. I think my wife wanted to leave. I think my wife wanted to leave. Uh, it's been my experience as a married man that when your wife says it's your decision, it's not actually your decision because there's a right and a wrong choice. You ever notice that when you're a married man? I can't tell you the number of times my wife has said, oh, I, you, know, you just make the decision. And then you make the decision, and she's like, no, I don't want to do that. It's like, you told me to make the decision. This happens all the time for dinner. Like, hey, where do you want to go to dinner? Well, how about this place? She's like, ah, you know what? You just make the decision. I don't really want to make a decision. And then I pick a place, and then she's like, no, I don't think that one. And then I pick another place. She's like, no, I don't really like that. But I'm like, you told me to make the decision myself, and then immediately when I make the decision – you tell me that you don't agree with it, which means that you actually do care. So I think she did care, and I think she wanted the boys to be back. Now, my concern here was, first of all, like I said, you have to wait 15 minutes before the second overtime started. And then my concern was if they lose, the Preds lose, my kids are going to lose their mind. And then also my concern was, how long could this go on? Every overtime that you stay for, you're committed even that much more for. I've been to three overtime hockey games before in the playoffs there, and they drag on forever. So I want to poll you guys. I'm also going to open up the phone lines, 877-996-6369. None of you guys have kids, so this is a challenge in and of itself. I put up a poll question, and uh, I'll give you the reactions to those momentarily. But Jason Martin, your position on this. Yeah, like it's tough because if you don't have the, kids, you don't, it's yeah, hard to even analyze changes. it. Yeah, like I, me, I'm staying obviously. Yeah, uh, th- th- but th- this you, is not a question, right? I know. I mean, like if you're by yourself, you're staying. There's or no if you're just with that. one of your or if buddies, you're just with a friend, yeah. Or even with your wife, you're probably not going to leave. But you got three kids, ten, seven, and three, and it's not like the kids are you know like fifteen, twelve, and eleven or something like that, where your kids are like adults. We're talking about a ten, a seven, and a three year old. Yeah, I feel like your enjoyment has to go secondary to the children in some ways. It seems like it's more their experience than it is yours. It's not like you're dragging your kids along so that you can enjoy a hockey game. There's an experience to be had there. So I guess logically for me, as tough as it would have been if all the kids were in agreement in that moment and if the wife is also kind of throwing it in your court but still holding on to the ball as it goes over onto your side, you kind of... I kind of understand the move to leave. Like, I would have hated it because as a sports fan or somebody that really enjoyed what was going on and that was about as good a hockey game as you can see live, Ooh. you don't want to leave. But at the same moment, you don't want the family trouble. And you don't want to be the only one that's there that still wants to be there while the rest of the family is miserable. The, the that's other just a thing bad is, play. everybody out there who – and I, I need to limit the phone calls, 877-996-6369, only parents – because if you don't have kids, you really don't know how quickly things can go from perfect to disaster when you have young kids. Like, you stay somewhere five minutes too long, everybody's been out to a restaurant. 
where like you're waiting for your check and it's starting to take a little bit too long or the food's taking too long and you're like, look, I got one hour and eight minutes of when these kids are going to be at this table and it's not going to be a disaster. And when we hit 109, it doesn't go from like everything is perfect and it slowly starts to decline. It's like you hit 109 and it's like Cinderella and the pumpkin and everything falls apart. Shouldn't, instantaneously. Shouldn't, shouldn't sports be a little different though, Clay? Like bring blankets and tell the kids going into it, hey, we're going to see what happens at the end of this sporting event. You could go to sleep in your chair with a blanket. That doesn't work at sports. I mean, I understand it's, it's restaurants. Insane, it, it's insanely loud in the arena. So it's it's not like I mean for kids. I leave think them kids, at home. Kids. Well, that's that's another question. The reason why I took them was so that they could have a really good time because they wanted to go. But at some point, when you get into double overtime, the game has gone on for a long time. That's the best time. It's the best time if you're an adult. All right. If you're a I sports always, fan. Yeah, kids are not sports fans. Exactly. So why are they there? Like normal adults, because you turn them into sports fans by taking them there, and you don't want them to end up hating a sport because they remember the time they had to stay forever when they wanted to leave. No, I think it's an interesting no, I, question. I, I, I completely disagree. If, if you're trying to turn them into sports fans, those are the moments that they need to see. It's like, hey, like I know you're anxious, but like if you if you're like if you if they're gonna be a fan of the sport, like they're gonna look back later on and be like, man, double overtime, saw the Preds win five minutes in. I, I don't I don't know. I just I don't I, think- I don't think that they're gonna be any less happy hearing it on the radio driving home, frankly, than they would have been there in person, which is part of the calculus here but parents only we have a parent only tribunal here 877-996-6369 eddie garcia i don't believe you're a parent but you're a big hockey fan what's your verdict here you are correct i am not a parent i am a big hockey fan uh if all three kids want to go then uh, we're going home yeah i mean And again, I think I think it factors in on the kids. Like uh, I'm, I'll give you the poll results here momentarily. But what do we got on the update here? Well, it's up here, Geico Playoff Report, NBA Playoffs. Final game of the first round, Game 7, Cavaliers over the Pacers, 105-101. LeBron James, 45 points. Cleveland wins the series 4-3, and we'll take on the Raptors in round number two. Opening game, second-round series for the Rockets. They beat the Jazz 110-96. James Harden, 41 points for Houston as they grab the 1-0 series lead. Stanley Cup Playoffs in hockey, Predators over the Jets, 5-4 in double overtime. Kevin Fiala with the game winner for Nashville. That series is tied at 1. And the Capitals beat the Penguins 4-1. Alexander Ovechkin, his seventh goal of the playoffs for Washington. That series is also even at a game apiece. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Clay, uh, Dallas Cowboys tight end Jason Witten apparently offered the job as lead analyst for Monday Night Football. He's considering taking it. Jason Garrett, the head coach of the Cowboys, trying to convince him to come back for his 16th season. Witten reportedly going to have a final decision by Wednesday. Back to Clay Travis in the Outkick the Coverage Geico Studios. Uh, outstanding stuff. We're coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. A lot of uh, suggestions rolling in. Again, open phone lines here, 877-996-6369. I am going to uh, take your calls, parents only. Um, and uh, there are a lot of suggestions rolling in. And this is maybe the worst suggestion that I've gotten so far. Uh let the wife take the kids home and catch an Uber after the game. 
<laughs> that you, is the worst. You, that guy's going to get. After that, Clay, that, you'd be going on a bachelor's that, weekend yes. to Vegas with us. The guy who made that suggestion is going to get divorced if he's not already divorced. If your solution here is let your wife take all three of your kids, walk in the you know post-10 o'clock night to the car with all three of them aged 10, 7, and 3 so that you can stay and watch the game, Lord knows what might happen to your family in a downtown downtown city environment, even if it's Nashville and it's a relatively safe place. You can't put your wife in uh, the position of having to take all three kids home. I would have been more likely to take all three kids by myself and leave her to watch the rest of the game. You staying and watching the game and sending all three kids and the wife home, not an acceptable solution. And if that was your solution, you're going to get divorced maybe before this show is even over. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Last night, big decision. Double overtime. Preds and Winnipeg Jets tied up at four. My kids revolt. I've got three kids there, 10, 7, and 3. Wife is there as well. She says, it's my decision. I have a decision to make. Parenting-wise, what do you do when your kids all say they want to go home? It's late. It's not like it was the middle of the afternoon. It's not like it was uh, necessarily a Saturday night or anything where you can be like, screw it, we're going to go home. You can sleep as long as you want the next day. They got to get up and go to school today. 5,000 votes in. Poll questions up at OutKick. I'm going to take your calls on this as well. I only want parents to call in. Only parents. I don't want you single people or you people who think you're busy that are married. I want only parents. And honestly, even maybe only parents of multiple kids. When it's double overtime in Jets Preds, game two, all three of your kids, ages 10, 7, and 3, are saying they want to go home because they're tired. Do you insist on staying or listen to them and leave? Wife was there too, but she said it was my decision to make. 70, over 5,000 of you have voted in the first, uh, let's see, 20 minutes of this poll, and 77% of you are saying stay. Uh, I, full disclosure, left. So I heard this goal scored with five minutes into double overtime in the car on the way home. Let's go to Brian in Northern California. I'm curious on your uh, thoughts as well. You can question me more on this. Brian, what you got for me? Uh, it's Ryan, but I got two kids, two boys, all right, eight and five. So I have an option that you don't because I have a cell phone. The wife has a cell phone. Boom, that buys you an extra 20, 30 minutes they can play games. With the third kid that you have, you didn't really have that option. So definitely you made the right choice because it's the hockey game. But the Titans playoffs, oh, you stay in those seats no matter what. what. Yeah, well, it's a good point, and I appreciate the call. Any other sport, you don't have the long periods in between. You know, if it's extra innings in baseball, or if it's, you know, extra time in football in the playoffs, or uh, if it's extra time in the NBA, you don't have a 15-minute lag time. And that's what's tough, I think, about sudden death in hockey is, okay, overtime arrives. In most sports, you immediately go out and you tip the ball for basketball or you you know flip the coin in football. And at most, there's five, six, seven minutes between when the game ends and when it starts again. You've got 15 minutes. And then we double down on the 15 minutes. And that's uh, also, I mean, it, that's the toughest time. Chuck in North Carolina, what you got? 
You were absolutely right. Uh, first of all, you did not have the decision to make. Yes. Your wife had already made that decision. And if 77% of the people say you should stay, that's 77% that are on a way to a divorce. <laughs> you know, you you got to look after the kids. you got to bite your tongue. When when they are ready to go, especially at that age, it it would have made it miserable for you, miserable for everyone around you. So you, you pick them up, you go home. You have a good evening. Listen to it on the radio on the way home. Uh, I appreciate the call. Uh, do we have the uh, Admiral Akbar? Several of you saying, when your wife says it's your decision, what does that actually mean? Let's play Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. <laughs> if you didn't hear that, that was really quick. If you remember Admiral Akbar from Star Wars, your wife says it's your decision. What does that actually mean? It's a trap. <laughs> it totally is a trap. You got to be smarter than that. I'm almost 14 years in. It's never been my decision. Ralph in Coral Springs, what's up? Hey, what's up, Clay? Listen, uh, honestly, to me, I'm a season ticket holder for the Panthers. I'm a Rangers fan. I brought my kids to games. Regular to, to me, it's a simple formula. Regular season, you go home. Playoffs, you say, oh, I'm going out with mommy for dinner, and the mother-in-law or the mother watches them. I, I'm sorry, man. I wouldn't go for nothing. Playoff hockey, you stay. Yeah, but Plain then, and then, simple. Yeah, I appreciate the call. But then you get into, like, the reason – I've been to a lot of sporting events, right? And, and I'm fortunate doing what I do to get to go watch a lot of sporting events in my life. At this point in time – I would rather take my kids for the experience than just go for the experience myself. I really don't, and maybe I'm maybe I'm rare in this. I have just as much fun, honestly, unless I'm just with a couple of buddies and we're drinking beers and it's just us. I have just as much fun watching a game on television as I do being there in person. Now, I've been to a lot of games in person. I'm fortunate, but a lot of times I would just as soon stay and sit on my couch and watch it on my HD television and know exactly all the parameters, know where my refrigerator is, food, everything else, then actually go. I go because of my kids, because I want to give them that experience. Matt in Virginia. What's up, Matt? Yeah, Clay, you did the only thing you could have, man, with multiple kids that quickly can turn into a nuclear meltdown. Uh, you have to go. Yeah, I, I think for, it, is, it is amazing when you have young kids how they can be perfectly fine and then they stay one minute too long somewhere, and it's like you've got the devil spawned with you. I mean, every parent has been there. You've been in a restaurant, like you're like, man, this is going pretty well. You know what? I, I think maybe we can get dessert. Boom. Everything just goes awry. Collapse immediately. Mark in Ohio. What's up, Mark? Hey, Clay. Uh, you made the right call. Uh, first of all, that dude said send him home with the wife. He's got to be single, or either he wins the award as dumbest uh, husband in America. But um, what you're doing is taking little kids to an adult event. It's not like a Disney movie that's going to be over in an hour and 45 minutes. And it has the potential to become an untimed event when you get to overtime. Yeah. So you were fortunate, I think, just to get through the first overtime. You made the right call. Yeah, I, I felt pretty good about making it through overtime. I was really hoping that the game would end in the first overtime. And obviously, I was crushed when the Preds gave up the goal with one minute left. Because as a parent, I'm thinking, hey, this has gone pretty well. If the Preds can win this, they get to stand here and have an awesome time and everybody's having a great experience. And when the when the when Winnipeg scored with one minute left, I was like, oh no. Uh Steve in Utah. What's up, Steve? Yeah, hey Clay, I'm a big fan of your of you. Um you're kind of in a catch twenty two situation there. I got five kids, and to me that would have been a destination bucket list because you probably paid 
an expensive coin for that. I probably would have had for the little kids some toys, iPad, whatever, and then let them sleep in in the morning, maybe miss, you know, the first hour of school. Uh, that's what I would have done. Yeah, thanks for the call. Nobody else asked, but yeah, the tickets were expensive. I don't know how much that factors in into the overall decision, but I, I ended up paying with the fees, I think $300 a ticket. Now, this is also another point. I also didn't buy a ticket for the youngest kid, um, so he was sitting in our laps. So we had four tickets uh, and, and, a, and a three-year-old with us. Dustin in Ohio. What's up, Dustin? Do we lose Dustin? Uh, is he my still wife, late? Yeah. Uh, when she would say the same thing, she would uh, – that's not my decision ever. So I think you made the right choice. Uh, that 10-year-old might have made it, but the other two you would have lost out on. And speaking of your dinner times, we used to go out when my son was two – if we had more of an hour wait, we just turn around and walked out. So more or less, we never went out to eat for over a year. So I think we made a correct choice. Where are you going? Yeah, thanks for the call. The Where time. are you going to wait an hour with kids? I wouldn't wait five minutes hardly. Like I'd send my wife in. I say if there's longer than a five minute wait, we are not waiting. We'll find somewhere with no wait. I don't care if we have to eat uh, at the crappiest restaurant in the whole city. Chris in North Carolina, what's up, Chris? Hey, hey, how's it going, Clay? I'm a, I'm a father of three kids myself. I'm a 13-year-old, 10-year-old, 8-year-old, and you absolutely made the right decision. Uh, as far as, you know, making memories for your kids and stuff like that, I tend to find the longer you drag things out into, like, no, we're staying here, the worse it becomes for them. So I would like to do is why I take my, my oldest because he can actually appreciate it. I'll take him more one-on-one and yeah. kind of build the sports memories that way with him. Good call. That's a, it's an interesting thought. Like, uh, in one way, we were talking about only taking the two oldest, but I still think it would have ended the same way. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.